0: In the beginning, God created man, and he saw it was very good. And then man created beer, and he saw that it was very good. Let's drink I can't
1: get it open. <laughs> no. And that's the one. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Let's drink. I think that makes it better. I think it does. I think it because it gives enough time between. I can't get it open. <laughs> the time between the lightning and the theme song. We needed more time between that anyway. It's
0: true. Oh, no, no.
1: We got it. That went spraying, though. I did, yeah. <laughs> All right, Paul. Another episode of Tipsy Theology. Here we are. How's it going, man?
0: Dude, it's good. You know, I was just over at uh, Disney uh, Resorts yesterday.
1: That's right. I wanted to hear about this. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> Have you been to, like, the actual Disney theme parks? So the last time I was there was...
0: um. That was a long time ago. I think I was 12 or 13 at the time, mm-hmm. so it's been a while.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't been since I remember. I mean, I've lived here for four years. and
0: Yeah. Ah. You know, that's one thing that's... Is- <laughs> Oh no, <laughs>
1: sabotage right here. That was an accident, <laughs> I promise. I'm okay with it. It's a happy little accident. I guess this is a time to to let the let the audience in on a little bit of what we do over here at the beginning, right? Yeah. Because we do take three shots. We do. And we feel like that is very important, but that's also more than I think we're comfortable with. <laughs> so, a little sleight of hand, we usually do about half a shot. We do. Of those the, the three half shots. And of
0: course, that started like
1: two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we decided it was for the best. And it was. But it, it is. I always accidentally pour Paul a whole one, so. And if I'll be honest, I accidentally pour you a whole one sometimes.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> depends on what we're talking about. Yeah.
1: And today we're talking about Genesis. That's right, yeah. We're talking about Genesis. We're going to hope, hopefully get through chapter three. Talk about <laughs> the fall.
0: Hopefully we get through verse one. <laughs> <If> we, <laughs>
1: oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see where it's it goes. It's going to be a lot. There's a lot inside there. But That's crazy. All right, let's take this and. want I want to hear more about this. This, resort. I want to tell you more about it. Okay. Good stuff. Maker's Mark.
0: It's just a nice, subtle one, you know. Yeah. It doesn't try to be anything more than what it is.
1: I like the uh, I like the commercials that Maker's Mark is doing right now. They make it very. Uh, I haven't seen any of their ads. Yeah, they're super. They're super sweet, and it's like, oh, the the daughter's going to the liquor store and picks one up and shows up at her dad's house, and they just have a nice, nice drink together. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a good brand for Maker's Mark. I think so. It, it's That's cool. Kind of like a daily kind of deal. Like, oh, that makes sense. Hey, we're we're hanging out. Let's have a glass. Nice. I mean, hey, not why a, not? Not every day. Why not? Uh, not. Why not? not, <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so I was over at Disney Resort. So my friend's family was there, and they um, they're from Ohio, so they came and they're like, "Hey, come and chill." I was like, "Sweet, sounds good." So we were there. It's like it was at the Contemporary. Dude, the place is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I know in my brain when I was younger seeing the ads for, for Disney resorts and everything or on YouTube, wherever it is. Like, that looks pretty crazy. And then I'm out there in their, you know, outside on their balcony watch looking at it and it's like, this is really cool. <laughs> There's a little Mickey Mouse pool there, <laughs> but the one thing that I think is amazing is like how well they do everything. We went over to the Grand Floridian for dinner. Then mm-hmm. um, it's a pricey place, but mm-hmm. it was good. I got like this lobster burger.
1: Was it was, was it beef and lobster? Yeah. Oh wow, dude, it was delicious. <laughs> it was good. Then I got a I got a um.
0: I'll be honest. I pre-gamed a little bit yesterday. Oh. I had a Kentucky mule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, what's what's a Kentucky meal? So with that one Wait, it is was that, is that it's bourbon? BT. B T. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo trace with the it was good. With the ginger. ginger
0: yeah, and they use the good stuff, the fever tree stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's not bad. It was a good time. But yeah, I was just impressed by the whole experience. I was like, they just do this really, really well. You hear, heard it you here, know, folks. I, I looked and I saw it, and it was very
1: good. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, folks. Paul is about to be a Disney adult. That's the joke I've been trying to set up this whole time, too, <laughs> to yep. get to that point. A little callback action? A little callback. We're going to be comedians, man. We're going to try. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's all about I, storytelling. Why do we drink? Wow. <laughs> Ooh. Kind of tastes like Gatorade.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have any
1: any of like the whiskey flavor. Mm mm. It's a very well, I mean we did take makers first, so that's true. It's not gonna <laughs> taste much like alcohol Wow. That.
0: Yeah, actually I got like a little like a a little like citrusy note or something. Mm-hmm. It's kinda fun. The old the old honey. Now we got
1: the fire. Yeah, so I've never had any fire I I had a ha had any uh cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> yeah. The way I describe it is: imagine if,
0: <laughs> imagine if Fireball was good. See,
1: and I haven't had Fireball either.
0: Oh man, that's okay. So, <laughs>
1: fires Fireballs like this, but worse. <laughs> Sorry, Fireball. <laughs> nice. So, uh, speaking of of Genesis one, especially, mm-hmm. sp- spent some time there. A lot of yeah big chaos and order themes going on there. That's where I'm dressed today. That's how you're oh. dressed and that's our our shot glasses right now. I gave you chaos. How nice. do you feel about that? That's I'm okay with it. God's about to take you and just tame me. <laughs> Form me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I have I've been looking forward to this conversation so much. There's a there's
0: there are a few conversations that I've been excited for since we started this podcast and this is one of them. Yeah.
1: Because um, I'm really interested to see where this all goes. <laughs> see, I have no clue. But at the same time, it's also fun because I remember when we were camping with all our friends. Yeah. And we were sitting around the fire and this conversation came up and we got into it and we were like, yeah. we were arguing, we were debating, we were going back and forth. And they were like, this is what we want. <laughs> like, this, here we go. This is what y'all got to do on the podcast. I don't even know if we released anything at that point, but they were like, this I don't this think what we did at do. that point yet. Yeah. I think we had tried, I think that's like, I don't know where we were, but we hadn't released anything yet. So I guess people like it when we get mad at each other. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. You guys are sick. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) Go look at yourself in the mirror.
0: you like, why am I like this? But uh, it's interesting. So I know I'll admit, too, I think even from that point, some of my views have changed slightly. Um, they've been ideas I've been, not completely, but there have been ideas I've been playing around with for a long time Mm -hmm. that now I feel like I have more of a basis for. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll say it's like, even from then, some of my ideas have changed a little bit, but not a ton.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's fun. Me too. Glad you get to flesh those ideas out today.
0: That's how I do it. I like to talk and then hopefully it makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, you know from the office when michael's michael scott's like uh sometimes i just start a sentence i don't know where it's going yeah when i was a youth pastor i once posted that and said me when i'm preaching (laughs) (laughs) that that literally that was that was that was how i how i preached
0: do you you ever have that i'm sure especially when you're if you're preaching you start saying something you don't think is it's like, I think this is kind of meaningful, whatever you're just talking. And you see the response from people, they're like, man, that's good. You're like, yeah, this is good.
1: <laughs> Let me say it four more times. <laughs> yeah, they teach you that stuff when you go to Bible college, actually. Do they really? They're like, hey, if you don't know what to say, just, just repeat what you just said. You. <laughs> buy you some time i think actually i heard a comedian talk about that
0: <laughs> like when a pastor repeats the same phrase either means they don't know what to say next or so they're buying time <laughs> it's definitely or not because they. it's think like it needs to be it's said important <laughs> and they need to say it again but usually
1: it's, never that. it's hardly ever that
0: <laughs> can you imagine if that's just how we talked in normal conversation just like hey what are you doing today what are you doing today what are you doing today <laughs> What are
1: you doing today?
0: You know, I had a great day today. I went out for a drive. I went to work.
1: I went to work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've had enough of this. (laughs) Sorry, Pastors
0: (laughs) Oh. You like that little fire?
1: That was very good. That nice. That tastes like a hot tamale. (laughs) Not very vanilla, but Mm mm-mm. Low on the vanilla scale, high on the cinnamon scale. I think a lot of these were pretty low on vanilla Stin-a-man, today. Hin-a-man. 5 bars. All right. Let's pour them. Pour so these. what do we, what do we have today? Dr. Right. Robot. So I was I was in uh in Georgia for a wedding last weekend, yeah. and I picked up this local brew from Atlanta. Monday Night Brewing. Dr. Robot. It's a blackberry lemon sour. Ooh, it's got a nice color to it. Dude, George is killing it. I did buy it based on the label. Yes. Yeah, they're killing on the labels. These labels are sweet. Also, look, it's got a tie on it, and we love ties. That's true. Yeah. Can we buy these ties somewhere? Uh, it would be kind of cool, would not it? It's got a robot on it. I guess it makes sense. It's Dr. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's got doctor clothes on. That's pretty sweet. blowing my mind right now. I can get into that. All right. Monday night. It cheers me up, man. Dude, cheers. All right. So let's go back to the beginning. And I, I know you had some, you, mm. you were saying stuff earlier about, let, let's let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with in the beginning. You
0: know, so, yeah, I'll preface it with this. And this is one of those funny things. I know I've said this before. And I'm even going to pull up the Bible so we can read it so people don't think we're that dishonest. <laughs> But that—that's kind of that's kind of where a lot of this came from for me is like we're very dishonest. I—I I, I think I mentioned this on another podcast <laughs> where it's like we we tend to read things, which is normal. We tend to read things with our own agendas, our own yeah. worldviews, experiences backing up our thoughts and how we approach and interpret things. And I'm like, that's kind of dishonest to do. I think in a lot of ways, there are, there are points to that, and I think there's places where that is helpful. But when it comes to like reading, especially an ancient text with such a foreign culture. And people, it's like we really don't know what 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 it's talking about <laughs> in a lot of ways, and so that's that's where part of my journey began. With like, I want to actually read the Bible. <laughs> that's great news! Fantastic. Yeah. So it's really easy to be like, "Oh yeah, I read the Bible today." It's like, but did you read it? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there is so many things that we skip over, mm-hmm. and it's like you know whether it's just because like I don't know what that means. Keep going.
1: Or it's just like or we just assume we eh, it, I don't we care. We just assume the surface level is that. That's it, right?
0: And I think with that we miss a lot of the <laughs> the, the richness of what the writers are writing. Mm. Um, but of course, that also be interpreted through the lens of what was happening around them. What's the context of this writing? Mm-hmm. You know, who are they talking to? Which is a big, which is a big question. <laughs> a big conversation piece. Um, so yeah, so looking at here, so Genesis one one, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. We can
1: stop right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's take. Let's <laughs> there's pause. a lot. Yeah,
1: there's a lot in there. All right, what do you what do you think the things we need to point out there are?
0: Yeah, so this is this is what I was mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the first three words. <laughs> In the beginning. In the beginning. It seems pretty cut and dry. Everyone knows this verse. It's like John 3, 16. You know? It's like, you don't even have to go to church. You know what these verses are. Yeah. Um. But I think there's. this is part of where it goes into that little bit of maybe intellectual dishonesty, which I hate saying it that way, but it's like we need to look at it. It's like, okay, what is... The original language was not English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hebrew writers didn't write this in English. So there's a whole other language. There's translations that are happening here. Wait,
1: you're telling me that the, the Jewish people didn't have the King James Version? It's weird, right? That, that wasn't the first version?
0: Yeah, so apparently they used the Hebrew Bible at the time. Well, they used scrolls, but it's kind of weird. All right, well, I guess we want to be hardcore, we should all read I ancient might Hebrew be having
1: a crisis of faith right now ah!
0: <laughs> this isn't good
1: mayday but so so you're what you're saying is in the beginning is a poor translation i'm i I'm gonna argue that okay and this is this is why
0: <laughs> so Hebrew is not written with any vowels. I think most people could probably tell you that hmm that was something that was created in like the eighth century A D. It's like this is like medieval or mid yeah, which mid, is whatever. Which is why
1: we we don't even know what what, what what God's Hebrew name is. Because I mean we we think it's Yahweh. We assume yeah. it's Yahweh, but we don't actually know if, if A is the right vowel there. Right.
0: And I well it's interesting. So that was, that's one of the things that it's kind of that's the consensus is mm-hmm. that it's Yahweh. And part of that was I actually have something written about that, which is kinda cool. Um I just have to find it in here. But it's when God's talking and he says... Because up to that point, they used a lot of El names to describe him. Yeah. Which is reminiscent of the culture in, like, Anlil and El. El Elohim. Like, yeah, exactly. In, in Genesis,
1: the two creation, the, yeah. the creation story in Genesis Up two.
0: until he calls himself the I Am, he was always referred to as an El something. El mm-hmm. Shaddai, whatever it is. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I think El Shaddai is Shaddai's one, yeah. Okay. Whew. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like up to that point, that that's what they referred to him as because that's what the culture around him, around them referred to gods as. Mm-hmm. Um, so when God calls himself I am, which in Hebrew in the first person is ah, uh, yeah. Um, but when you refer to that in the third person or in any other that's not the first, it's Yahweh. Yahweh, yeah. So it's like, it's kind of cool. And it means uh, he who cause, causes to be. Wow. Which is great reminiscent of the creation account. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, going back to that. Um, again, bringing back the old Hebrew and my poor, poor pronunciations. <laughs> um, so yeah, vowels were created later, invented later, for this language. Um, so there's two ways you can look at it. There is barashit, which is mm-hmm. the beginning, yeah. the definite article. Um, and I know it's like in Hebrew, it's like this little tiny like T looking thing (laughs) that goes underneath one of the letters there. Or there is Behrashit, which means when God began. When God began to create would be the full phrase there, Mm -hmm. which kind of changes things a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So we have in the Bible, in the ESV translation of the Bible here, which is what I have pulled up, (laughs) in the beginning God, God created the heavens and the earth. But when you look at it with the other Rashid, it is when God began to create the heavens and the earth, which is a whole totally different mentality and approach to this now. And so it's interesting. I'm like, huh, well, where'd you get that from? Well, there's Hebrew scholars that do whatever they do. <laughs> They've got PhDs. <laughs> but this is actually when God began is actually a more accurate translation from the Masoretic text. In fact, there's not a single manuscript or any, if you look in the Hebrew Bible itself, it uses the vowel for be. Mm-hmm. So, it's like it's when God began would be the more appropriate and accurate translation. Okay, How do you think that changes
1: things? <laughs> well. <laughs> so, here, here's yeah, a lot. Here's it's a lot. A lot. <laughs> I, I think, I, I prefer the. Uh, It's my preference, but I also think it is right that Mm -hmm. when God began is is the preferable translation. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, what does that change? Because I don't think we, we, I don't at least, when I read in the beginning God created, I'm not Mm -hmm. thinking in God's beginning. I'm thinking in creation's beginning. Yeah. Uh, That that was the beginning of uh, time as we know it, right? Yeah, the beginning of everything in yeah. a sense time space and matter all all yeah. began when god started to take this formless void and and create out of yeah. it yeah and, and
0: and so well that that that's the difference right there too and i there's two approaches to even in the in the beginning idea where it's this idea of matter and it's like oh in the beginning god created heaven's earth cool god created matter god created light he created energy whatever it is um but then when you have when he began to create it's like well was the matter already there? Was it already there and he started then working with it? It's like that's that's the difference in that. So it, it, that. Uh, so it, it does It kind of changes our focus a little.
1: Yeah, cuz it does seem I mean even, even if we go back to to Tohu Bohu, it, it everything was formless and void. Yeah. Chaos was formless and void, but yeah. chaos was still there. It was it God didn't create out of nothing, he created mm-hmm. out of chaos, right? So where did that chaos come from? Yeah. And so Genesis, and that's, Genesis doesn't have revelation yeah. of before that at that time period, you know?
0: Right. And so it's interesting cuz it, when you read it as when God began it, it talks about the oh God tamed it, it seems to say as we continue forward as well. God tamed chaos, God tamed the void uh or the deep as we'll get into. Um in that in that in our scientific mentality toward it and mm-hmm. our in our modern thinking, <laughs> we're like, okay, well, now where did the matter come from? Yeah. And where did the chaos come from? Honestly, we're looking at, we're, and this is what a lot of scholars have said is like, you're asking the wrong questions because they didn't care.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the writers. I was about to say, I don't care. <laughs>
0: <right>? <laughs> Me, as, as it's like, well, we kind of count for everything. <laughs> it's like, why? Well, I, I need to know. I need, I care a lot. But the writers, you're asking the wrong questions because they don't care. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. And I think that that's the I know I, I I said this earlier. This is kind of it's a reminiscent argument I was making in our other podcast about inerrancy. Of, is just that what is the point Scripture is trying to make? Yeah, that's what if you're if you're looking at, um, and this is a two sided coin here in the sense of if you're trying to make a scientific argument based on the text here, you miss the point of what the writers are trying to make. But that doesn't mean there's any there's no reality behind what they're writing. Mm. Does that make sense?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, I like what you're getting into here. I, I think uh, I think it would be helpful to put Genesis in context, especially this mm-hmm. one. One we know that multiple writers are involved in yeah. in Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, Genesis one was written by somebody different than Genesis two. Even, yeah. even the language, two different like, times. Yeah, yeah, two, two different time periods. You know, these are two different creation accounts. Yeah, and so it's helpful to put in context why this account was put together and a lot of it was in response to you know, uh, you know of course in in Peden's book Genesis for Normal People um mm-hmm. you know he he's going to make the claim that that Genesis was put together during like the Babylonian exile like yeah. this is after the time of David um when they were like we got to put this collection together and so we have to recognize Babylon's presence in all of this, mm-hmm. and it's almost like uh, the creation account is a response to Babylon's creation myth. You know, yeah. the the Enuma Elish, uh, right? Is that is that what it is? I think so. Anyways, and, and so with Genesis one one, in the beginning, God created it is making a a very mm-hmm. uh, obvious statement that there's one God. Yeah, and and also that it's not uh, we, this wasn't just a byproduct of of the war and chaos of uh you know <laughs> Tyamat and yeah the other oh, what was his name uh there's so many Marduk Marduk and Tiamat Marduk and you know, yeah Marduk ta- uh, you know he takes Tiamat, Tiamat whatever you want to say and, and <laughs> yeah and, and rips her to shreds and, and that's how we get the heavens and the earth
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's interesting so I've been so it's right here I'll show it to everybody <laughs> so this is the book that that Trey's referring to I started reading this I'm on chapter 7 right now is where I stopped um just because I ran out of time and I got to give it back now so there's a lot there's a lot I have to say about that book in particular but what I will say is that I think there's a lot of things that he brings to light in a in an understandable way which is really cool there's a lot of true things inside of there there's there's things that I would say it's like mm, I don't know about that yeah. but that's a whole other conversation um but yeah I think he does well to bring up that point and the only thing i would say is i don't think he goes far enough in the sense of the in genesis and even the writings of scripture it's a response it's like it's a response to the culture and that's a theme that we see throughout all of scripture mm-hmm. when you look at the way that god describes himself the way people describe god it's very reminiscent of the gods those people worship mm-hmm. because they're saying and this is what genesis is saying is that cool you have all these gods this guy did that that guy did that but Here's Yahweh, and he's better than all those, and he actually did that, yeah, and so when you look at it, it's like uh, I know he brings up the, there's two accounts of creation, mm-hmm. and they're a little bit different, and the reason for that one of the reasons that people would say is like, well, it's responding to every creation account and saying, everybody, <laughs> you're wrong, it's yahweh mm. um and you look through that, it's like the one of them is God speaking in everything into existence, it's kind of a rarity. Inside of antiquity to see a creation account like that, except for the Egyptian, I think it was Ta, I think it was that, their God who created everything, and he was the one who spoke everything. Mm-hmm. And we see Genesis, the writers of Genesis 1 respond to that by saying, nope, it wasn't him either. <laughs> yeah. It was all Yahweh. And I think that's, that's an important thing to recognize. It's like what they're trying to, the claim that they're making is that Yahweh is better than these other gods.
1: Yeah. And it helps be put in context that, I don't know if you, we might have talked about this, but the Jewish people before the prophets came around, the Jewish people were monolatrous. Like they believed in these other gods, mm-hmm. but they only believed in worshiping Yahweh. Yes. Like the, they, they thought these other gods did exist, but mm-hmm. Yahweh was the only one that deserved worship. Like yeah. Yahweh was supreme over these other gods. Yes. And I mean, that's kind of what... What what is going on in this creation narrative as well is like, hey, this god's better. Yeah, and, and one of the one of the ways he's better is with these other gods and their creation myths is humans are kind of a byproduct of of them fighting with each other, which is why right. which is why polytheism doesn't work is because <laughs> if there's more than one god. Who's gonna be the biggest? Who's gonna be the greatest (laughs) one? Right? They're gonna they're (laughs) gonna fight for who's who's the top dog.
0: Yeah. And And typically, in a lot of in a lot of I'll use the word pagan because that's the word we typically use. uh, A lot of those writings, other ancient writings, we see that's all it is. It's just people are just kind of here and they're just kind of fighting, and we get involved sometimes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we get involved sometimes. And and oftentimes the way we are involved is kind of like. We're basically servants to the gods, right? Yeah. We, and we have no itsbecause Well,
0: it's because no, cause we're doing the grunt work they don't want to do. They're exactly, too lazy. <laughs> exactly. We're doing
1: whatever they don't want to do. And if we get too noisy, they're going to kill us. <laughs> and and the Hebrew myth starts with no, we're going to raise the bar of humans' intrinsic value. They are made in God's own image. Yeah. Like they're going to be my representatives. God says they're going to be my representatives on the earth. Mm hmm. And. And there's not another, I don't, I I don't, I'm not aware of another creation myth that gives, that elevates humans value to where they have this intrinsic value. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. It's a different approach. And I think that's what makes, that's one of the things that makes the Genesis account of creation so unique to all these other stories. And one, it's responding to all of them Mm -hmm. and saying, nah, you're, it's not him. (laughs) It's this guy. And its approach to God's relationship to man is different.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a much more uh, palatable God, honestly. Yeah, (laughs) like it's a God that actually wants to be involved with us, right? Which honestly is kind of (laughs) weird. It is weird.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know. What what are your thoughts on? Do you have any thoughts on that? We move to verse three.
1: Yeah. How far do we get there? That was verse one I, I feel two. Like That's Genesis one right there, right? Oh, there's still so much more. Yeah, but we got into the we got we got we jumped to the humans. That's the bottom of Genesis one, right? Kind of.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I there's a there's a lot part it, I have a lot written. so I'm like, ooh,
1: cool. <laughs> it doesn't look like we're gonna get past Genesis one, though, does it? Maybe not. And
0: so part of it,
1: <laughs> again,
0: it goes back to Hebrew, <laughs> and because I I can hear people saying cuz what we're what we're what we're basically saying right now is that um the genesis is not claiming that god created something out of nothing. That's kind of the claim that is the subtext of what we're saying.
1: Well, it with these other myths uh basically they're saying they created more chaos out of chaos. Mm and Yahweh creates order out of the chaos. He doesn't create more chaos. Right. He orders the chaos. Yeah, he, he has dominion over the chaos in order to order it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I I wanted to bring up this point because I know this is going to be this might be something for people, which is the oh, what about bara? Mm-hmm. You know, from nothing. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> it, it would seem like it's pretty cut and dry, right? Okay. The whole idea of when God began to create the heavens and the earth is wrong because brah something out of nothing but it's not that easy unfortunately <laughs> i wish it was <laughs> but so there's a few verses i have written here um so yeah brah does not inherently speak of creating from nothing um so there's a different view to that and part of it we can look into genesis 1 to 27 genesis 2 7 22 in exodus 2011 but I'm, i I wrote one of them down and so if we go with the idea that bra means something out of nothing done then we have a contradiction in the bible um uh, which you love i do love contradictions. <laughs> yeah. that's you rejoice in that we ourselves are contradictions so we should welcome them <laughs> and so the contradiction is genesis one twenty-six to 27 th- um which let me pull it up here one twenty six through twenty seven. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, or birds of the heavens, and over the livestock and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. Which word do you think is there is used there for created? (laughs) Wait
1: a minute I don't know. Barah. You tell me. You tell me, Barah. Okay. <laughs> the old Barah. So, okay. God created man
0: out of nothing. Is that true?
1: That's that's not what Genesis says.
0: Yeah, cuz later it talks about how God formed them out of the dust out of, of the, the earth. Out of the dust and his breath, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, hmm, so that word doesn't only mean that. <laughs> so that's that's one of that's the complication that happens in here. And this is this is why it's like if we if we try to approach it with this with that sense of like understand it's like we're trying to we're trying to read too much into it sometimes it doesn't mean that there's nothing there that they're not that this isn't a somewhat uh i'm avoiding using the word accurate but it's like it's not an, it's not saying that everything they talked about none of it happened like this isn't really god didn't actually do this in this way but it doesn't mean that he did do it in this way does that make sense sure it's the idea of we weren't there none of these writers were there (laughs) no one was there so we don't know what actually happened well i mean it's like it doesn't mean anything
1: (laughs) it's funny that we made it this far without me even like saying hey i don't even accept this as like history like this right
0: (laughs) i guess that's been the subtext to this a little bit (laughs) but i mean that that's i i I, that's that's the kind of thing i was going to bring up a little bit it's like um, It's taken us a long time to get to this point, <laughs> even. Yeah. We might even get to Genesis 2. <laughs>
1: it doesn't look like it, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop talking in a minute here. Even though even though I'm like, everything you're saying, I'm like, oh, this is all building up for Genesis 3, baby. Let's go. <laughs> There's so much in there. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll jump into it. Let's jump into it. Well, I, the no, one, the only thing, we'll get to it when we get to it. I, the I want only to thing do-
0: I was going to finish inside of there was saying that... We can't make a judgment claim either way. That's intellectually dishonest for us to assume it's all fake because this or that it's all real because this. Because that's not the point of what the writers are making. Okay. And so I think it's dishonest for us to say one way or the other. Um, And the other one, this is one that everyone loves, which is yum. Yummy. Yeah. (laughs) Which for most people, especially anyone... I, I learned this as well from Answers in Genesis. That's that's the one they go to all the time. And I love a lot of the stuff they do. I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so the, the idea there is, oh, cool. It means, uh, especially when it's accompanied by a numeral, um, it means 24-hour period. Boom. Done. I wish. <laughs> and so part of that is Genesis 2, 4, Genesis 33 through 13. And then also, I think I brought another one in here as well. Um, so the word... Yum, or yum, I don't know how to pronounce it. Followed by a numeral, um, doesn't always mean that it means. A lot of times it's used as just meaning day. The way we mean it, daytime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I say I worked all day, I don't mean I worked for an, an entire twenty four hour cycle. I mean I worked eight hours. I worked during the daytime when the sun was up. Um,
1: well, even <laughs> let's go back to to the, to the opening verses where it's like, God creates light on the first day. He he creates the sky on the second. Mm-hmm. He creates the earth and the waters on the third, and then he creates the sun on the fourth day. Mm-hmm. We measure days based on the sun. If there's no sun, what are these days? <laughs> so I, I I think it's it's a it's a lot in there for yeah, sure.
0: I, and it's like I know there's I know there's arguments on both sides for that. But I'm not. I'm not interested in getting into that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. A, <laughs> the only I'm thing I'm either. interested yeah. in is like, let's be honest about this word. So the one that I'm going to bring in particular, I think this is the one that really hammers it home, <laughs> which is Genesis thirty-one twenty-three, the incident with Jacob and Laban. So it says he took his, king, his kinsmen his kinsman with him, him he being Laban, and pursued him being Jacob for seven days and followed close after him until the hill country of Gilead. <laughs> So the word there is yam followed by a numeral. Mm-hmm. So do we really want to argue that he chased Jacob for seven consecutive twenty-four hour cycles? <laughs> it's like that's a little ridiculous. He might have, maybe, <laughs> but it seems more reasonable, especially when you look through other parts of Scripture. It's like it seems more reasonable they're using it to mean he chased him when the sun was up, and then he went to bed, <laughs> and then yeah. he did it again the next day. Um, so all that to say it's not as cut and dry as we want it to be sometimes. Um it's complicated.
1: I can get on board with that, yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> In the words of Jordan Pierce. <laughs> yeah, do the do the do the Jordan Pierce impression. I'm not good. I know it. you want to. I, I But do. you know you want to. I do. It's complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you know, bringing him though? up, bringing him up. Yeah, we sound like such fanboys now at this point.
0: I know. It, I don't mean to bring him up because I don't actually. I, I I enjoy some of his content, but I don't watch him that often. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I say it's complicated, that's all I can think of. Though.
1: No, but I mean, he did these Genesis lectures. Yeah, not as a religious person like he he prefaced all of them by saying, hey, I don't know what the religious significance of this is. I'm just going to go through the psychological significance. And that's like one of the most popular things he's done. Oh, wow. So so people are very interested, religious or not. It's probably religious, but, you know, yeah, Christian or not or Jewish or not or nominally religious or not, like whether you identify as religious or not, what Genesis has to offer. Speaks to everybody for some reason, hmm. and, and I think it is. I, it's just like it. It's like a good fiction book speaks to you, but it's more than that too. Yeah, right. It's like all the other myths, how they have significance and they speak to you, and and it's more. Hmm. So. I, this was a really interesting conversation. I, I feel We, just we still dove, have some time. We dove right into it. <laughs> it's true.
0: And the best part is I still have more to say about Genesis 1 through 3. I could talk about Genesis 1 <laughs> still. I'm not done with Genesis I'm 1. I'm not done. And part of it is I want to save some of these comments for another episode. This one's for James. You know who you are. <laughs>
1: About a Shout dragon. Out to James. About dragons. Okay. Genesis three, man. I am very much looking forward to Genesis three. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a yeah. lot of research on that. Even
0: one. Genesis one three, we've got a reference right there <laughs> in the first three verses. We have technically a dragon reference. Which is interesting. And everyone's gonna be like, huh? And we'll talk about it.
1: Dragons. Dragons. But what are you? so what do you have? I talked a lot this time. Yeah, and I appreciated everything you said, and I I enjoy that you you obviously did your research on on these Hebrew, uh, words and what they mean. I think that adds a lot. I think we, even though we we kind of before we even like gave this zoomed out vision of what Genesis is all about. Yeah, I feel like what we had to offer for Genesis one was was very insightful, honestly. Hmm. And I I hope I hope our listeners agree, and I I hope it causes reason to. Uh, you know, dig deeper into these yeah. ideas and and concepts.
0: Alpers, but I love Genesis, so that's part of why <laughs> it's one of my favorite books. It's yeah. a great book.
1: Yeah, and you know, of course, I I don't take the position of it being history. Mm. I, I like what Pe- I think Pete Enns calls it, uh historized fiction or historized myth. Mm. He uses one of those. I can't remember which one. Okay. Uh, I I like that a lot, especially for like. Once we get into Abraham and the patriarchs, I think there's definitely some history there. Hmm. But at the same time, you know, if if this is being uh, uh collected and written down during the the Babylonian exile, their goal is not to write the history perfectly. Their goal is to write the history for where they are today. Hmm. Like they're they're hey, this is who we were. So, this is what it speaks to us today. We are in exile, and it is hard, but remember our forefathers mm-hmm. remember it's kind of how we we moralize our forefathers, even though they did egregious things mm-hmm. in, in America today, right because it's 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 more motivating to 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 look toward toward the <laughs> yeah. positive light of things right well that's that's the one thing more I know motivating she right?
0: wrote that I thought was well said is in the point of like. Here they are in exile in Babylon, and they're like, "Yeah, our God's still
1: stronger." <laughs> yeah. Even though they are in the weakest position, and I, I think, I think, oh man, that's that's one of the best things you can get out of Genesis is, hey, even Genesis and Job and Ecclesiastes, yeah, and all of these 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 biblical books that really are written in this time of immense suffering and 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 chaos and 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 the unknown, yeah um holding on to the hope. Yeah. It, it, when when everything around you doesn't look hopeful hmm. and still holding on to the hope that hey, my God, my God is above all of this. Yeah. And and then once we get once we move into Jesus and we realize who God really <laughs> is, it's like that is really good news. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's that's the one thing that honestly the entire Bible, but especially Genesis in Exodus, <laughs> Exodus probably definitely really hammers at home, but it's the idea of this is a story about man's failure and God's faithfulness, mm. and it's like that's that's the story about how big, how good, how how righteous Yahweh is, and his faithfulness to his promise.
1: Yeah. Well, and, I mean, Exodus is, is a wonderful book to bring up as well, and I, we should do a podcast on Exodus as well. <laughs> because this one has definitely covered all of Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, there's a reason why uh, slaves in America and black Americans still today cling to the book of Exodus mm. because they're, they're, that's one of the most hopeful books for their situation. It's like, hey, you're in exile. You're being oppressed. You are not— given equality and still there's a message of well my god is above this and my god will bring us through this Hmm. even though nothing about my circumstances gives cause for hope i still have trust in the lord that he'll bring us through
0: yeah yeah and that's that's why i'm dressed the way i'm dressed today (laughs) chaos and order (laughs) yahweh brings order to chaos he tames the chaos
1: well, you don't want to get too much in order cuz order can be bad too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so can I can I admit something to you? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love I'd love to
0: read that. So, part of it is like there's so much inside Genesis 1. That's part of why I like I wanted to talk a lot about that. <laughs> there's still a lot more that we haven't discussed. But also, there's even more probably. <laughs> and I think based on with the Genesis for normal people book that that we've been reading, I think that's where the majority of my disagreement with them comes up inside of their, I guess, their interpretation of that, and it's like, I know we need a ton of time to talk about that. Sure. <laughs> there, There's one fundamental thing with that, and yeah, I know it's like, I know we'd, I'd, I'd want more time, I'm sure you would want more time to talk about that, so I'm excited for us to do this again and talk
1: So, you want to give us a little preface of what it is? Is that what's going on here?
0: Sure. So, I think... <laughs> So one of the main things is his idea of, and I'm assuming this is your idea. So, if it's not, you can just say, "You're wrong. I don't, I don't believe that." And I'll be like, "Cool, sounds good." But I still disagree with it. <laughs> 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 um, his idea of he talks about the serpent. Um. With whoa, whoa, Adam and Eve. That, that's Genesis three, man.
1: That's what I mean. Do you want to get into it? Uh, just go ahead. Yeah. Th- that's All my right. preface. Well, where it's like that's where my biggest disagreement with this writer is. All right. Only because book. I assume our next episode will focus mostly on Genesis three. Most likely, because Genesis two is so much like Genesis one. They're very yeah, similar. There, there's some things I want to point out that are different. It, True. But, yeah, yeah, True. yeah. Tell me your disagreement because
0: yeah. So the primary disagreement I have with that is his view that um. So the serpent basically he, he the way he talks about it is he rushes the process of Adam and Eve about man, um, understanding eating from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And so of the tree. <laughs> and so that is like that's my massive disagreement and I've got a lot of things about why that is disagreement. But that's and I feel like that's where we would probably disagree on some things. Yeah, if you and, well, if you even
1: even bec I I, I love I'm very excited to talk about this, and I kind of want to. I kind of want to wait, but I will say, um, even before I was introduced to Peter Inns mm. I was, I was convinced that that. Well, first of all, I don't believe it was an actual event, right? I don't believe that Adam right. and Eve actually ate from a a tree, and and I want to talk about that too. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, of course. And you know, it's not actually. If we're being more accurate, it's not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's the tree of merism. Merism is basically the polarity of good and evil. It's like mm. good and evil and everything in between. It's basically consciousness itself. It's okay. basically knowing itself. And I do believe that God yeah. intended for us to know these things. Okay, But not the way that we we chose the expedient route rather than the, the patient. God wanted mm. to... It, Oh man, this is this is too much. And that's what I mean. am giving too that's much into the tough. next conversation because.
0: But <laughs> I will I've got, say I've, I'm already like holding myself back of like, oh, I want to say something right now, but I shouldn't because of time. Yeah. Oh,
1: time. <laughs> but I'll just say it. It it's like it's like Adam and Eve are children, and they have to grow in their maturity, mm-hmm. and speed that process up, and there's going to be detrimental effects but do it the faithful and patient process coming into that knowledge, then you can actually bear the responsibility of knowing these things, which God, and in- I i don't want to make any disagreeable statements where so you're going to fight back.
0: <laughs> I mean, you already have, so it's great. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so yeah, that's All just, I'm going to say. That, is,
1: yeah, uh, I'll let you say something. No, we'll you're close good. Up.
0: All I'm going to say is, I want to have this conversation so bad. You don't understand. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You better do, do your research. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You better do your research. Same. You better be ready for it. I have it. the same, same thing because I have I already have probably four pages of stuff written down about this idea of mm-hmm. stuff that I've written over the last two hours. <laughs> 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 no, all last night I was writing a ton of stuff, just my thoughts, um, and I want to have them... well more well-formulated for that conversation. Um, but I'm very excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be a good conversation. And if you guys want to hear that, please let us know because yeah. you don't understand how much I'm clenching fists right now. to like, <laughs> Not because I want to punch anybody. He just wants to unleash
1: on me right now, man. I'm like, let's talk about this right now. <laughs> Anyways, do you have any closing yeah. thoughts? I've got one more thing I want to say before we go.
0: Yeah. I think my closing thought is something I said earlier and I'm going to, I'm I'm probably going to harp on this forever, <laughs> but it's the idea it's of so
1: complex. It's very complicated.
0: <laughs> that one was a little bit better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's two ideas. One of them. And they're really, they go hand in hand. It's like, I, I want to, and I think we should all let's pursue truth above our own agenda. <laughs> and that's hard for me to do a lot of times. Um, and so I think that's the important thing. Let's seek truth. Let's be truth seekers. And let's let's actually read. Let's actually listen. Let's actually communicate. Um, which is a lot of blanket statements to say, but it's like it's what we talked about on I don't know, it probably won't come out by the time we talk about this. <laughs> we got so many Whiskey Wednesdays lined up. It's true. It's the it's the Proverbs thing. Seek to understand before you seek to reply. (laughs) And it's like, don't just listen to someone to talk, listen to someone to understand and communicate. And that goes for the same as reading scripture. Read to understand what is being said here. What is the point of what's happening and not what do I want it to be?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm not going to reply to that. Because we've gone over time. There's a lot in there. But all I want, all I want to leave you with are dear listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, precious listeners. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. <laughs> when we approach the book of Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> when we approach the book of Genesis, I just want everybody to know. You can be faithful to the text mm-hmm. and not believe it to be literal. So thanks for joining us. (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm not saying, hey, whoa, I'm not saying you can't believe it's literal. Just saying you can be faithful to it, Mm -hmm. even if you don't think it's literal. Just thanks for joining us on another episode (laughs) of Tipsy Theology.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. And thank you to Maximize Digital Media and Annie Uly for producing this episode.
1: Trey? Is there anything else we want to say? Is there anything? Can I say something? Ugh, fine, yeah, whatever. So Better be nice. We're going to have a little bit of change happening soon. We're always changing things, And I man. don't like it. We are dynamic. Oh, no, don't bring this up. I have to bring it up. Don't bring this they up. They need to know. <laughs> so Trey is is moving to Georgia to,
0: for school. And it's a a good thing. He's going to be learning more about Jesus. (laughs) I'm going to be so much smarter than you. I know. I got to read. Please give me resources. (laughs) I need to up my reading because Trey's going to surpass me and I'll be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know stuff. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so things are going to be a little bit different probably moving forward. But we're still going to be doing this because we love doing this. I love I love talking to this guy right here and I love hearing your guys' thoughts and opinions and all this crazy stuff. But it it might be a little rocky moving forward just as we get things situated. Yeah, maybe. But probably it's us.
1: It probably won't be. <laughs> We're just gonna do it. But yeah, I, I just just jumping on what Paul's saying here. Hey, we love interacting with you guys. So yeah. find us on social medias. Uh I think my username on Twitter, Instagram, Hinkle3 underscore Trey. Paul's is
0: Find me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want, Paul Yuli 94.
1: All right, perfect. All right, I'm we'll old. Ke- we'll catch you on the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, we will. Cheers.